0: your job and show more football.
1: Come on, come on. Take it, it, We've done that, fing can't we
2: not knock it? I am flabbergasted. I would even let them on the bus after the match. I get a taxi back to Manchester.
1: <laughs> Again, don't please don't call me arrogant because what I, I'm saying is true. I must I think I'm a special one. When the Seagulls follow the troll. It's people they see Sargines will be strong into the sea. Thank you.
2: I understand what I'm trying to get at. Yes, he no, was a great player. A yes, holder. he was a wonderful leader. But he wasn't a magician.
0: I'll take a bow, son. I mean that. Take a
2: Wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us. Yes. Any idea where Nigel is in the world?
0: No, <laughs> actually. DJ, if you're out there, give us a shout, fella. Give us a shout.
2: That was a more general welcome, and I wasn't specifically (laughs) thinking of him, but you're absolutely right. Nigel de Jong, wherever you are in the world, um, and I I think it's Boston. Where is Harvard University? Boston. Harvard, I thought was. Is it not? New York? Harvard. No, is it Boston? I think it's Boston. Boston? I I think that's where I last had... um, Communications. uh, Communication with him, yeah. Okay. He's on a sports management course. Oh, excellent. Rather than being coach, he wants to be Edwin van der Sar. So he
0: wants to be sacking managers, not being one. Correct. Ah, good Um, one. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Clever now. If this goes on, he'll be sacked from the podcast. Yes. Let me tell you that straight away. Uh, Anyway, very pleased that you could join us. New listeners are all the time. Now that you've found us, do please tell your mates. Um, There's a whole catalogue, a wonderful library of podcasts that you can visit. Um, Martin O'Neill, Patrick Clive, Jan Franco, Platty, um, they're all there. Uh, Dwight York, um, loads of stuff. Excellent. So uh, you can keep yourself busy. I, I mean, we must be approaching, I, I don't know, a full year's worth now. Nearly, nearly, very um, close to.
0: I am Richard Keyes. And we haven't been shut down yet, so thanks for no, looking up. And you are. Oh, I'm Andy Gray. Just to keep it yeah, 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 official, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, the absolutely.
2: podcast is available across all platforms. Uh, give us a follow and subscribe. Social media-wise, we can be found on both Twitter and Insta at Keys A-N-D, Pod. Right, I have an announcement to make.
0: Oh, goodness. See, I always worry about this on a Friday. Uh, this is always my worry. I have worrying, an announcement to make, and I'm very
2: proud of myself.
0: Oh, oh, oh,
2: I am right. no longer a virgin. What? Yeah. What? This week... Yeah, go on. I travelled the Doha Metro.
0: No! Yes. What was it like? Brilliant. Where from to through? Where to where?
2: I went from just outside of uh, the tower here. Uh? Um, Leg to Fia. Oh, oh Katara? Uh, yeah, no, Leg to Fia. All right. Just yeah. over by. Look, 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 look. How exciting is that? All right. That's me at the front of the train. Uh, yeah, right. Eh? Very good, sir. Is that good? That's very good. Look, here we come into a platform. All very secure. You can't just step off a platform onto the tracks. There's security. And, ah, I see, uh, I see
0: that? Yeah, very good. Well, it should be state there, shouldn't it? No yeah. driver. You see, so oh. I can.
2: I sat in the driver's seat. <laughs> so I was really pleased with myself. I sat in the driver's seat. Uh, it, it's honestly, it's really good. Um, What's well, been handy
0: this uh, this week with I the go. Arab the Arab Cup? Yeah. See, I, I joined the gold looks, club. I was going to say that looks like a first class seat.
2: Yes, it is. I joined the gold club. There we are. Look.
0: How is that going to be when hundreds of thousands well, are it's trying not to get in?
2: When you get to the platform, it, it it splits you up into standard, right? Family. Right. Gold. So I joined the gold club well, for 10 Of course you did. <laughs> standard. No way, you don't get anywhere near standard. <laughs> I joined the gold club. It's ten rials a journey if you're in gold. But the good news was ten. when I joined. Yeah, when I joined. I get 10 free journeys. So my first two journeys this week were for free.
0: Oh, uh, brilliant. Honest, so where did you go?
2: I went from there to... Uh, um, Alcor? Uh, no, no, Al-Wakra? no. uh Shopping mall. Villaggio. Villaggio. All oh, right. So I went through Umshirib. Aye. Changed. And then headed Up out to the... all the way to... Uh, Villaggio. The only problem I can see... Yes. Is that... Uh, a lot of the stations don't come out near the stadiums. I know. I have noticed that. And I am told, and, and this is Arab Cup travellers uh-huh. who have told me this, yes. that, that arriving at the station to then board a bus Correct. to be transported to the arena is frustrating and time-consuming. Uh-huh. And when you've got tens of thousands, as we're going to have at Qatar 2022, mm-hmm. I think that could become something of a nuisance. It could be. So I, I don't yes because people would ex- people would
0: expect who have not not living in the country people would expect if they get on the subway mm. the underground whatever you want to call it and the they arrive metro, at a destination let's call it the, metro. the metro they arrive on the metro and they arrive at the said destination where the football ground is allegedly they would expect to walk off of that and basically yes. have a hundred yards two hundred yards three hundred yard maximum
2: stroll. and in the interests of fairness there are places where that mm. is the case yes there are. But there are others where it isn't, mm. and I don't understand. Bearing in mind it's a brand new network, why they just haven't ploughed on to yeah. these arenas and brought stations up a little well, bit closer. Well, I'm
0: sure that, 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 that the buses will be in their thousands, and obviously they'll be free. It'll be free transport. Yeah, it's a hassle, isn't it? It is a hassle for the, the fan.
2: It's a hassle. Yeah, it And is it a came hassle. as a bit of a surprise to me. But the network itself is is fabulous. The trains are absolutely beautiful um formed of three or six were you well on? that's the other problem you see the, the, the what i just showed you there uh-huh. pulling into a platform i think we were formed of three right and i don't think that that six is going to get in <laughs> well they will so, have to because well, they're doubling them up aren't yeah. they yeah um you also i think need to know you see when when we started traveling on the train when you stayed with me for yeah. the first yeah i don't know how many weeks it was two or three or four weeks mm-hmm. when we started at talk sport yes i always used to have the drain pipe to you stand did. on didn't i uh-huh. At woking station and i knew the drain pipe would deliver me a door, door. I know. and i knew that door would deliver me an escalator when i got the other end <laughs> and regular train train louise <laughs> our technician's yeah, looking no, like bemused a, like a regular mad. train travelers know this they yeah. know where they get on and off so i think if you're regular on the metro you'll know exactly what you want and when <laughs> and where um but that—that's the only thing I see. But but the communication on board is very good. Instructions very good. Uh, beautiful, beautiful stations yeah. as you would expect oh, yeah. because they're all brand new. Exactly. Oh, well done, son. A word of warning. Oh. Uh, there is a phantom towel flinger. Working the pearl at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm not happy. I
0: have to say, I put my towels out this morning. He hasn't caught you, has he? Yeah, he's caught me. You're joking, Swatch. You're joking. Honestly, you put your towels
2: yeah. down this morning. Well,
0: because we were doing the podcast, right? And 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 Rachel, Rachel and her dad Alan have just arrived in the country, haven't they, to spend Christmas and New Year with this me? So, so good. it's good to have a bit of company. So Rachel's has been at a meeting today, and mm-hmm. and then so she said to me, "Would you put the towels down before you go?"
2: So I thought, like, which, which being a Brit, you would have objected to many well, times when travelling abroad. Yes, but it, and the Germans not, have not, done it. Yeah, but
0: that's definitely. So you isn't would it? never compromise a, a, oh, your tower. aggression and belief on that. No, thing. no. So I put the towels. No, it's down. It's not different. It is different. This is my my home. Yes. So am I allowed to put towels down? No. I am. <laughs> It says that in the the, the sales, uh, what is it called? Uh, the articles uh, of
2: articles uh, rental. So anyway, so you put Anyways, your towels on So I put my three towels down yep. about
0: nine o'clock this morning. Right. And I thought, lovely. So you Laid made the effort down.
2: to get up, yes. put your gear on, yep.
0: get downstairs, yes.
2: lay your towels out on them the best out.
0: beds. And I thought, that's me. That's Ra- very Rachel selfish. and her dad would be very happy with that. Yeah. And I went back upstairs to the bed. There's not a puff of wind anywhere, right? right. Uh, if you lit a match, it wouldn't blow out, okay? <laughs> so about half an hour later... I glanced down from my 20th floor down to the pool and I see two of my towels lying on the ground. And I thought, how the hell did they get there? There's not a puff of wind out there. These are quite heavy towels. So I thought, well, looks at that. I get my gear on again. I'm straight downstairs. Not only are they not on the bed, they are absolutely soaking wet. There you go. They are drenched. Good. So I don't know if someone's tossed them in the pool because they were nasty. And I'm stood there looking around thinking, where is he? Where is he? (laughs) Where is he? So I put my towels back on the bed, but they were so wet that they were going to wet the bedding on the bed. So I've had to just leave them off, hoping that the sun will dry them. So I'm not happy. Somebody nicked my towels and chucked them in the water today. Well, it, it serves you right. No.
2: That would be my view. Uh, can't we? believe it. Oh, our guest today, by the way, you are really going to want to share um, uh, stories, yes. and memories and, and, and thoughts with. But, but, um, by the way, did you see uh, uh, Simon Jordan this week? I had a little pop at Red Nev. Oh, Gary Neville? Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> it was quite funny. What was it this Gary, time of course, for? is a great advocate with Tracy Crouch, of an oh, independent, independent regulatory regulator in regulator. Of course he is. And Simon and, and many others, and I'm one of them, don't see the sense in this, not me. because it, it, it's as manipulative or it is open to be manipulated, manipulated. Correct, as, as any other system. Martin Samuel today in in the Mail, who occasionally, yeah. and and that's the whole idea of a columnist, you will agree. I read Sammy today, I agree with you quite on what he said. Let's get one thing straight, and I want to read all of this. Let's get one thing straight, he says. Not only would the Saudi Arabian takeover have gone through under a government regulator yeah. for football, <sighs> it would have been passed a damn sight quicker than the 18 months it took the Premier League to become convinced. And there he's absolutely, absolutely right. right. MPs were appalled by this thought when Tracy Crouch, who headed up the famed fan-led review, sat before them this week but face facts. We know the back-channeling that was going on in the highest political circles. True. Absolutely 100%. And all for, for Crouch's talk of independence, we know from experience that the government appointments and the regulator would be one. Do not tend to be mavericks wild Kurds, or greatly troublesome. The government wants to stay in with our Saudi allies more desperately than anyone, and the Saudis have many friends in high places yes. here. Saudi ambassador to the United Kingdom since 2019 is Khalid Bandar al-Sad. He was educated at Eton and Oxford, like Boris Johnson, and graduated as a commissioned officer from Sandhurst. He's married to Lucy Caroline Cuthbert, daughter of John Aidan Cuthbert of Beaufort Castle, Hexham. And Lady Victoria, Lucy Diana, daughter of Hugh Percy, tenth Duke of Northumberland, and niece of Ralph Percy, the twelfth Duke of Northumberland. Um, so let's not pretend. No, he's absolutely right. Hundred percent. I read that this morning. A regulator would not be independent. Is not independent. Of course, and, it's and, not. And I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, it would. Like i say I repeat. It's far uh, more. Uh, right, and uh, layman's than
0: the terms, you're, you're far more intelligent with these things than I am. But in layman's terms, no, as them. a regulator saying, and if I'm wrong, as a regulator saying. You guys that run these multi-billion dollar empires, Manchester United, yep. Liverpool, Chelsea, Manchester City, and the rest, lower down yes. as well,
2: Salford, you're not, you're not capable
0: two. of making the right decisions all the time for yes. neither your club or football. Correct. So we will make them for you. That's right. Well, that's nonsense.
2: And I include Salford, as, uh, as Simon because, did. because as of Gary's course, team. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> if the highest payers, the biggest budget in League Two... Um, and they sacked more managers than, than probably any other club at that level in recent years. Um, so I, I, I'm really um, strongly against, I, I don't like the idea at all. Um, it, it, I, I, for a third time, say, I think it's open to far more abuse, Andy, than the current system that we have. Uh, 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 just in closing, a regulator, I'm thinking about what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, let's say, what would they be looking for in a perfect world? Local businessman? Sorry. Uh- no, 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 hold on. Follow me. (laughs) Local businessman. Yes. Supporter of the club. Jack Walker. No, no, no. Supporter of the club. Lots of money. Yeah. And community care uh, prerequisite. Absolute must. Somebody like Mel Morris at Derby County. Oh, who's no longer. Who's no longer there. His club are bottom of the championship with one point. As a result of various irregularities yeah. And having slipped into administration mm. They're a blink of an eye away from closure They yeah. are so, so what's the perfect owner of a football club? Then? No
0: Well there isn't one There isn't one is there?
2: No It's nonsense No nope. Best headline this week yeah. Daily Mirror I love the Mirror They've got some terrific uh, sub-editors And uh, headline writers After Manchester United's uh, draw this week Kids won Boys won <laughs> That's quite good Sometimes they can be quite good Can't they? They make you chuckle How clever is that? I like that Very good. Uh, Very good indeed. Okay, I think it's time for us to uh, talk with our guest this week, Andy. Um, Mickey Thomas. Mm. Now, let's get this straight. Not, it's up for grabs now, Mickey Thomas, scorer of Arsenal's second at Anfield. Yeah, The original Mickey Thomas. Mm -hmm. Who I
0: played against many times.
2: Did you really? Mm, Yeah. When he was at United? Well,
0: I came to England in 75, Mickey was at United from 78. So, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, recently, been through a serious health scare. Yeah. Uh, better, I hope. Good. Um, I mean, a really interesting career. Uh, I, I first met him when he was one of the original uh, magnificent seven at Goodison. Wow. Having so left I Manchester United. I, I,
0: he would be one I didn't get. I yeah. probably got the other six, yeah. but I wouldn't have got Mickey. Mickey
2: was one of the first, and I, I remember going to see him in the Holiday Into interview uh, when he joined. And uh, you remember in those days, in in the pubs, they used to have these big space invader machines. Yes, yes, of course I do. I've never seen anybody play a machine like him. him. I I don't know (laughs) if he still can, but my goodness. It it unfortunately ended in tears quite quickly because he refused to play in a reserve game. And I believe Howard cancelled his contract uh, before allowing him to move to Chelsea. Um, We'll get the details in just a moment, but... um, that in itself led to a whole host of oh goodness um, uh, scrapes for me. Oh, yeah. I also I also think he uh, the, the, the legend has it, and here's an opportunity to check that. that as you come out of Manchester on the elevated section of, of the road to Old Trafford, yeah, police used to sit at the bottom end of that because as you come down, you're naturally going to gather speed. So we're going back to the seventies, eighties uh-huh. here, aren't we? You're going to gather speed coming off that. Yeah. They'd sit at the bottom, nick in for speeding, and then say, "Well, okay, have you got a couple of tickets for the game today?" <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know how true that is yeah, either. It could be. But we're That's about with to surprises. Find out. <laughs> So let's say good morning to our guest today, Mickey Thomas. Mickey, how are you, my friend?
1: I'm very good. Uh, I've had a tough 18 months, but I'm on my road to recovery now. And as I said, it's been a tough time for me, but I'm in a a good place now.
2: I have been following closely, and uh, thus the timing of this call, because I think you got the all clear uh, last week, as recently as that. Um, The problem for those that don't know, Mickey, was Mm -hmm. what?
1: Well, I had autopsis, which is um, a very, very um, a bad cancer to get um, because what happened was I was ill for a year, going to the doctors and saying that, that you were fine, my blood samples were fine, you're fit. Uh, unfortunately, they didn't give me the, the right diagnosis for it mm. because they didn't have a, any idea. I, I went private to a hospital um, with Joey Jones, my best friend, who came with me. Um, I had, um, I thought I had a camera down my throat, so... As this woman walked past the the door where me and Joe were sitting in the room, I said, oh, you did really well there. So I said to Joe, you can go home now. It's fine. Uh, Not thinking anything was wrong with me. Uh, Well, within four minutes or five minutes, uh, three people come in, and uh, they don't look too happy. And I I, I said, how did it go? He said, unfortunately, so we couldn't get the camera down yet. I said, pardon? Unfortunately, I said, I'm a very experienced, obviously, doctor. Uh, You have a very large tumour. He said, it doesn't look very good to you. It's bleeding. And, I, and I, my next words were, I said, "How long have I got to live?" He said, "I don't know." He said, "But we have to get you in now. Uh, we have to uh, try and uh, obviously look inside and see whether we can save you." So um, I was obviously there in that room on my own, and, and I haven't phoned my, my daughter and my son. obviously going to know I've gone for this test? And they're phoning me. I can't answer the phone because I'm panicking. I've just been given the worst news possible. Mm. I'm in shock. So. Obviously they they said obviously you have to stay here for a bit. You know you can't drive on one because you're you're still in shock. So I I phoned Joey and and I said, Joe, I said, I just have got a bad condition, but a really bad cancer. And so the next day I went into Wrexham Hospital and. Andy and, you know, and, and to you, is you know, about life. I've been a football happy-go-lucky, never yeah. known about the mm. real world. Yeah. And mm. I walked into this hospital, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is the real world. I I, I never knew about this. Mm. You know, you see young kids and out there dying of cancer and that. So I've gone in, and I spoke to the, the, the guy who's a specialist at this operation, um, Dr Bates, who said... Um, uh, listen, he so, said, you know, out of this out of 100 people, he said, only 60% would make it. He said, but we believe your fitness will get you through this operation. And that. so, you know, we we're going to give you chemotherapy for nine weeks, but it's going to be 18 weeks uh, to try and shrink it because it is a very large tumor. So they said, but we will have to operate to save your life. We will have to operate. And so, and that was it. So that was the first uh, 24 hours. Devastating news.
2: Wow. I, 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 I... <laughs> Wow, it does rather stop you in your tracks yeah, just listening to the story, Goodness. Uh, Mickey. So, so from there, um, quite a bumpy ride. For how long?
1: Well, it was a bumpy ride for um, until the operation. You now they had to delay the operation because they wanted because the tumor was that big they had to try and shrink it. Um, so I was, you know, in hospital every day getting chemotherapy uh, for nine weeks. Uh, I came out of that and they said, unfortunately, um, this uh, chemo hasn't done any damage to it. They said, you know, we will have to operate now. Um, and obviously I was, I was in shock and I said, operate, we have to operate, Mick. He said, you know, otherwise you're going to die. Um, we're going to give you a chance. So that was it. So I had to have that operation. Um, I, I won't forget the date because as I drove to the hospital from where I live in North Wales, I'm, I'm looking back at the scene and I think, am I coming back? because I know they're gonna put me uh, in a reduced coma for three or four days, obviously, because of the size of the operation to stabilize me. So, I've, I've, I've gone into the operator and They came up more. Said, I said, listen, I'm not being able to drink water. He said, Mickey, that's why we operating you today. So, you know, otherwise you're not gonna be alive any longer. So, as I'm walking down there, I'm thinking to myself, Oh the hell! I'm going to come out of it, and then the guy that puts the thing on your on your face to put it to sleep. He goes, "Don't worry," he said. I'm a Liverpool fan. I said, "Oh, <laughs> oh my god, <gosh." laughs> shit!" You said, "No." <laughs> oh, oh my
0: god! And I thought I couldn't get any worse. You said, <laughs> uh, no, yeah. "This Thank oh, goodness my. for that
1: moment. Thought, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Mickey,
2: did I read that you were with Robbo when this first came to light in Hong Kong? Well, yeah, I
1: was. Yeah, I was. I was in uh, Bangkok uh, on a on a, uh, a United uh, thing with DHL doing a, a, a celebrity golf thing where it was five years. And Robert had been through this process of having cancer. And I had been while, as I said, for nearly 12 months. And as I was eating, I, I kept going to the toilet. And it wasn't sick. It was like bile, like sticky stuff. It was quite unusual. It wasn't sick. but it kept Every time I I had to go to the toilet and be sick. But it wasn't, like I said, normal sick. It was like sticky stuff. So I came back and Robert was listening, and he scared me. He went, listen, when you get home, he said, you've got to go and see someone. He said, there's something wrong with you. And I looked at him, and, and, and he scared me. I thought, oh, my God. And I did, and I listened to his advice. When I flew back home with that, uh, within what, 24 hours, I have got an appointment in a private clinic. And that's when, you know, he was proven right. There was something really bad in me. And I mean, so really, he probably saved my life by saying, you better go now. Because any longer, I might not have been here.
2: That's God. true. That's so, true. to to return to where we started, the all clear last week, but what does that mean?
1: It means at this moment, in time, there's no cancer circulating in my body, but as you well know, um, it, it, it can come back. And that's, you know, I, yeah. I, I spoke to someone very, who Andy knows, and you know very well, I won't name his, uh, his name, but I, I was at a game a few weeks at United, and... Uh, he said to me, uh, Great news, Mickey, about you know, you're doing well, like, you look really well, etc. And he said, My, my daughter had um, cancer, and I and said, She was fine out." And I, before he finished, I said, Oh, that's great news. I said, Oh, no, Mickey, you don't understand. This is what I didn't want to hear from him. He yeah. goes, Unfortunately, mm-hmm. he said, It came back within two months in her. and it was exactly what I had. And and I and I didn't say nothing to him because, you know like a bit of a hero and I'm he no, and I and I looked at him and I said oh okay and I went home and I was in shock I thought oh my god so any little pain I get in, inside my body which you know I, you know I, I I get worried about so it, it it's put me back and it put me back into the mode where I'm thinking it's coming back and I'm yeah. I'm desperate now for this scan which was last week of course and I but uh, and so anything like that can obviously throw you back a little bit in the wrong way hmm.
2: well well stay positive fella absolutely and i think they will right in the outset yeah. there, mickey that that your your strength of mind and fitness helped you through and thank goodness for that absolutely
1: um j- just yeah i mean that yeah, was just one yeah the, the woman that put the camera inside my body guys was, um i seen her about a month after she had um can I have a video? I go yes. She was the one with with the, with the surgeon and the operating surgeon. When I put that cam in your body, she said I'm going to tell you exactly how it was. He said, "You have a unique inside body." She said I've never seen anything like it. Normally, when I put the cam in someone's body, I have to fight through the fat. She said you didn't have not one out of fat. She said that really helped you. So my my fitness over the years, guys, you well know I could run all day. You yeah, know what yeah. I was really half a but I could run all day. Yeah. So that same is that helped me greatly. So I've made up with that.
2: Just just uh, this may uh, be an insensitive question, Mickey, but when when you got to that private hospital, you weren't trying to pay with those nine and nineteen pound notes, <laughs> No, no, no,
1: no, because I've, I I stopped doing them. I've got I've, I've, I've Have done you to, i <laughs> I've What simply. made it more difficult? Yeah. I've done it. I've gone into yours and that, so I started <laughs> doing them. So got <laughs> <Quite> into
0: you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so i couldn't i couldn't have, No, but yeah as i just said you know i have a laugh about that but yeah i mean they they, they were brilliant as i said and you know i've had laugh about that of course i do in my life and that's the way life is you you've got to go on and move on to the next thing isn't it? but yeah yeah as i said it, I, it, I think that attitude has
2: served you well down oh, the years my friend absolutely um can, can i ask uh, how how did your career ultimately end and who ended it
1: who ended it? Um, well, I, I started off at Wrexham, and I finished at Wrexham. Um, I wanted to go out with a bang, and thought it was a cell door. Uh, I had to go out again. <laughs> <a game>. So, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, 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 of course. Um, I had to retire, I had no choice. I mean, obviously, the judge in the uh, Warrington Crown Court obviously put an end to my career. Uh, that, that's what it was. But uh, I was going on 30. I was coming to the end of my career, uh, as such, as you said. You know, you want to play as long as you can. Um, but I, I, as you well know, guys, you know about football inside. You? You know, sometimes you have by, to say... By the way, enough, you, anyway.
0: you were getting seriously greedy about wanting to play as long as you can. <laughs> what, was, what was it, 20 years? 72, 92, or something like that. Well,
2: that's because he could wow. run all day. He was, he was a will-o'-the-wisp, wasn't well, he? That's, that's, that's downright greedy. Yeah, coming <laughs> 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 uh, But what Andy didn't right, know, did. though, Vicky, was that you were one of the Magnificent Seven. <sighs> I, I mean,
1: not Yeah, long, I got but... shot early on, though. I got shot in you know, the Magnificent mm-hmm. Seven. He died one by one. I was the first one to get shot, Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, could have, yeah, yeah. I could have
2: named the other six probably Mickey but I'd never have put you in that magnificent never never no
1: I wasn't there long enough was uh, I obviously was you probably know what it. I mean
2: yeah you see I, I, yeah. I, I was saying Mickey I remember you very well from this period of time but there are a number of stories that I do need to check uh, I, I, I read also that the contract was cancelled but that wasn't the case was it he just shipped you out to Brighton Howard
1: sorry Mr I didn't quite hear that I, I say
2: that, that, that when you left Everton your contract wasn't actually. I went to can- Brighton, yeah, yeah. but I,
1: I, I, know, but it was wrong. I thought it was New Brighton, just down the road. I didn't realise <laughs> about seven hours in the car. You know, um, it was. You know what I did was wrong, but you know I, I sat in the in the in the sauna place at Belfield with How, um, Colin Harvey yeah. after Howard told me, and obviously Colin knew, and I sat there, and Colin Harvey said to me, and I'll never forget what he said. He goes. You know what he goes? I admire you, and I, and I looked at him. I said, "What do you mean, admire me? Because what you're doing is wrong, but you believe it's right. What you're doing, and you stick to your principles. said, so I admire you for that." Sorry, and I said, "Yeah, nice. oh, that's great." I said, "It makes." I thought it was very nice of him that I said, "But unfortunately, I said, Colin, there's a private jet to speak airport. I'm going to get on in about the next couple of hours. <laughs> so I won't be coming back here." <laughs> yeah, I had no, I had no, I honestly, I, I had no intention of signing for Brighton and Hove Albion Football Club. And let me tell you how. You probably understand what I'm going to say is that I'm on a private jet going down to Brighton. Big time, Nicky, those days. Big time. Big time. Well, yeah. You know, yeah. Well, it was probably probably a twin engine prop then
0: a private jet back then.
1: (laughs) 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 Well, the chairman was a very wealthy chairman, so I I landed at Gatwick Airport and got met by Jimmy Mealy. Do um, you remember Jimmy? Yes, million? absolutely. Uh, Liverpool. So he took me to the hotel and that, and so now we're with my missus, and I'm sitting there. And so we have a, a meal booked for eight o'clock at night, so I've gone down there, and I've, you know, I'm know, i sat there, and they're saying that Mike Bailey was a manager, a former Wolves uh, player. Um, He desperately signed me. so I'm sitting there, and, and they're talking over a deal about signing yeah. me. and you know, I'm not the most cleverest of uh, people, and they're saying, look, we'll give you 20 grand, we'll give you 30 grand. I said, listen, I'm not interested in the money. I said, I'm going to go back to Everton and prove Everton wrong. So it got to about 10 o'clock and I said, excuse me, I just I need to go for a wee and that. So I've gone to the toilet and I'm coming out the toilet and in the hotel they had a TV on, on the wall, a massive TV. On that TV is Midweek Sports Special and the headlines was, Mickey Thomas has signed for Brighton Bob and Hobart for half a million pounds. I thought... I haven't signed, but four and a half bottles of wine later, I did yes, sign. So, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So I know, and I woke up in the morning. This is true, and I thought, what have I done? I've gone into the manager's office the next day, and all the pressure. There, and I said, "Listen, I need to pull you to one side. So, don't forget, my Berry is a big, strong individual. He like is a really big barrel so chest. Right? So yeah, I said, wouldn't listen. mess with him. Yeah, no. I, I said, yeah, I said to him, I'm not, I'm not playing. But he said, what do you mean, he was just saying? I said, no, you got me drunk last night. I said, I didn't even know I was got the best. You made me
0: so,
1: <laughs> It was a downfall for him. I mean, because <laughs> what happened in the next 10 months of that contract, which I had a very good contract, is that, I was flying home on a business. is had a deal that I could fly home because if you drive, it takes you about eight hours, maybe longer. Uh-huh. So I was flying home on that. I, I, I wasn't interested in playing for Brian. I felt ho- horribly uh, uh, about doing it, but the, the the one person was there, was a little guy, who was, I think, the, uh, the secretary who said to that that night, let Mickey have a thing. He's not sure, leave, and let him. But no, they rushed me into it. I signed it. Didn't want to sign I played 20 games for that club. I hit, I scored one goal. That bang went in the head, and it went in the back of the net. Oh,
0: that's actually I, it's I, quite a good.
1: Average, quite good. you see, it's you Andy, honestly, I told him. I wasn't turning up. but I would. I went missing for a fortnight. I went to Marbella for a fortnight. I came back, and, and the players have just, and the players have just finished training. So I jumped in the bath with the players, and the assistant manager comes to you and goes. Hey. Mickey said, the manager wants to see I said, what's his name? I, I, I forgot what his name <laughs> And he goes, you little Welsh git. He said, get in that office now. So that was it. So I felt sorry for my baby because I, I let him down. But it wasn't me that really wanted to let him down. I think it was them pushing me to something that Quite I didn't right. want to do. It was four bottles of Absolutely Waves fault. Right. That's yeah. what it was. That's
2: what it was. <laughs> but you, you, even when you were playing for Chelsea, you and Joey, you'd still both of you drive home, wouldn't you?
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, I lived in, well, every weekend, uh, uh, no weekend, play. virtually yeah. every day. No. no, no, we did, and this wow. is quite extraordinary because no one would believe it. But in those days, there was no cameras, and the way so could do what I tried to do. <laughs> so, it, it, if you can understand, this is <laughs> this is our this is our daily routine. Um, on on a on a Monday, we would get it. I get up about half four. I get to Joey's for about half five. Then we drive to London training ground, um, Harlington, by Heathrow Airport, and we get there roughly about quarter past ten before training would commence at half ten. And when training had finished at twelve, twelve thirty, we looked at each other and said, "Yeah, let's go back home." And we drive back home. And we would do that on a regular basis, wow. and people. Yeah, people. go on. We did stay when we did stay, as you well know. Guys, uh, well, London is very, very expensive. We weren't earning the money like they are in today's game, you know. So we really couldn't afford to stay in a top hotel, which would take most of our wages. So we used to stay in a in a place with about like, two hundred to 50, thirty yards away from the ground, like a hostel for the homeless. We used to stay there. That the like twenty quid. Yeah. Yeah, trendy. honestly, yeah. real rough. Yeah, you asked Joey, real rough. So how, many, stay there sometimes. how many How times... And then when we didn't... Uh, I'm sorry, but, I'm sorry, so sorry. I was
2: going to say, how many times did you actually stay at Stamford Bridge? And when you did uh, well, that, well, I, well, were I think, you alone? Yeah.
1: No, I wasn't, no. I mean, I stayed at Stamford Bridge on a few occasions. Uh, well, when you say stayed at Stamford Bridge, we, are at of, we At well, the ground.
0: At the ground. When Joey stayed... At the hotel wasn't there then. <laughs> no, 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 no. At the ground. We slept rough. <laughs> Is that what you're saying, Mickey? Yes, we I, we we slept in his dressing a few
1: times. I didn't sleep on my own, of course. I always had someone with me, but you know. And then I play a bit of football. I play a bit of football with him on the pitch and and and, and score and a, a goal, a bit of a dribble and score a goal. So, yeah, yeah that, that's... Listen, guys, in today's modern game, you can't get away with anything. But in our day, actually, you, oh yes, you know, I you, uh, Oh yes, Mickey. You know, you you couldn't really. And the, that was the normal you 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 went like trapped in in, in, a, in a thing where you weren't allowed out. You you know no one really paid attention. No, nowadays they've no, got yeah. cameras. everywhere. you can't do nothing. You imagine, no, like, no, you it imagine Chelsea, imagine don't. the
0: groundsman <laughs> these days going into the dressing room this morning in the morning, opening the door, and there's Mason Mount lying on the <laughs> lying on the bench having a kip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> one other myth, 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 or or fact. How many times did you get nicked for speeding? travelling to old Trafford and have to hand over tickets to policemen for the game.
1: Well oh, well they wouldn't, wouldn't take my money, so I was fine. They said, oh no, you're not sitting your me, you can drink it no I mean I I I've got loads of tickets and take that your and I mean home. That, that would <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean yeah, I mean nowadays it's, it's impossible. And that, that that was a different era <laughs> as you well know, guys. It was different totally uh, completely different from the, the world we live in today.
2: But the story I heard was it was a regular occurrence. Did, did you not think about perhaps slowing down when approaching the ground rather than keep getting nicked for speeding and have to hand tickets over? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I understand what you say. Yeah, I understand it. That's, that's the way life was in those days. I mean, I get well recognised anyway, so I got off quite a few times, you know what I mean? So I was quite lucky in that respect. They give me a warning, you know what I mean? They better on Saturday and let you off, sort of thing. So, yeah.
0: can, I, can I ask you, I mean, it's, it seems strange what you ask this, but did you get out of football everything you wanted?
1: Out of football? Everything yeah. I wanted? Yeah, Andy? I'll say this to you, and you'll understand what I'm saying, as a young kid growing up, you don't know where you're going. Yeah. You want to be a footballer, and you get that opportunity. And this is why I always say, we live in a, well, I think even maybe in today's camera, you live in a false world where, you, you know, everything is done for you. You don't. I never knew how to book holidays when I finished football. Everything is done for you, you know, and you know, you're getting money. You know, not you know, probably better money in our day than what most people are yeah, getting, but yeah, not yeah. like it is today. No, though. so you know, it, it, it's I got. I think I got out of it. Yeah, yeah. I spoke to Kevin Rapp. If, you know, we came over in, like, in Sharpie and like when are sharping up the when We went out with I was walking along the the with Kevin, and I, I go, I, I, and I, I never really won anything. I never stayed that long enough to win <laughs> anything. That's, that's my that was my personality, and that's the way I wasn't. You know. I did it my way, sort mm. of thing. I, yeah. I, I wasn't that disruptive. I was, I from the heart. I, you know, we're all different, and we all and we all got strengths and weaknesses, and that. I wasn't the most confident when I started up. I know when I went to Man United, that that nearly ruined me because I couldn't handle the pressure playing in front of fifty-eight thousand. But yeah. in my year, I couldn't go in the dress and say, "Oh, I don't, I'm a bit scared, and a bit nervous." They would have laughed at oh, me because that, in that year, chewed up when you, physical, you got chewed you know. up. Yeah, yeah so. And that's why I, you know, I do a lot of commentary. I do a lot of work for Man United, and I'm, I understand now about players sometimes. Because when you're on that pitch, you go across that white line. People think you're human. You know, you all have your problems. You all have different things, and no one really knows that And with social media being as powerful as it is today, you know, it can have even more effect because people are so aggressively towards you. You know, you can't like everyone doesn't like you, so. You know, it's probably a lot more difficult, even more today, with the way that the, the Southampton Reader is.
2: Yeah, I get that, and yeah. I say that constantly, Mickey. You, you, fans tend to look at a one to eleven or whatever it is these days, yeah. a, a twenty-three well, to yeah, a right. seventy-two, went and went they go and to sixty-six. Well, that, that's our best eleven. We should win, but everybody is an individual, and everybody's carrying an issue, aren't they? Yeah.
1: Well, but Richard, without without question, that's why. You know, I had my problems, and I didn't confine I didn't have anyone to confine in about. I felt the pressure. You know, I had 110 games, 15 goals, from my shot, but, you know, you know, I remember Lou McCoy doing um, Match of the Day when I played for Wales. At, when, after the game on Match of the Day, I didn't see it for a few months. After Lou <laughs> McCoy said, you know, Mickey Thomas is a completely different player when he plays for Wales. Because I had that confidence, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know and, and, get you it, know, I get it, No Mickey, matter yeah. what you say, Andy, or, or, or this is about whether I didn't win anything, if ever I became available on the market, everyone wanted to sign me, yeah. you know, because I, I I had a good left foot and you know I had some great you know respect from people, yeah. you know, like Brazil. We played Brazil. The Brazil manager, that, that number ten, he said he can get in my team. He said he's the best player on the <laughs> pitch today. And then I, I had a Spain manager, a German manager, you know, you know I got man to man marked by Juris Stilica, one of the best players in the world, for Germany. He put own, him man. on me. So you know, so they you know I had some respect along the way because I was crazy and mad. People didn't take me seriously, I don't
2: think. Well, let me just tell you now, right? I won't get too emotional about this, but yes. you've just won more than you could have done in your career. So oh, yeah, that, there's no question about that. But I, I, in closing, Mickey, I just want to ask you, I want to run through this list of teams. Wrexham, Manchester United, Everton, Brighton, Stoke, Chelsea, West Brom, Derby on loan, Wichita Wings, Shrewsbury, Leeds, Stoke again, twice player of the year at Stoke in All two right. spells, Wrexham, Port Madoc. Um, What's the best diving header that you've ever seen on a football pitch, Mickey?
1: probably yours I think. thank you very oh, much get
2: off Mickey
1: <laughs> honestly yeah come on no that well, you was know not, that, well, was you know not that was not a diving header. that was, that was rehearsed. not rehearsed that
0: was not a diving header. what he did was he tripped over and he was running in the <laughs> penalty area and the ball hit him in the head
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean I, I think you were in shock yourself I mean I, I, you I, must be joking a, a beautiful
2: ball. cross from Steve Sedgley one of those that you like Andy whipped away from the keepers coming thought I can't get that and I thought I can Keith Houchin in at the near post was Mickey and your team or the other uh, he was I well, <laughs> was his sub it's very difficult to remember <laughs> I know he had the shirt on but then <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, Michael Thomas it has been so much fun yes um, absolute pleasure as well as sobering talking with you you haven't changed. And, no, and, and don't. And, no, don't. Whatever else, Mickey, don't, don't change, for
1: goodness sake. Thank you, guys. And stay Thank healthy, Mick. Stay healthy. healthy. Yeah,
2: stay healthy. It's been God brilliant. Bless you. We'll stay in touch. Cheers, Mickey.
1: Thank you. God bless you, bless you guys.
2: <laughs> 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 Extraordinary little guy. <laughs> he really is. Extraordinary little guy. I've spoken I, to I, Mickey I, for the years.
0: It's so good to catch up. It, it, and I'm, it, I'm so it, pleased he's, sc- he's winning his battle.
2: Yes, And you're right because it's it's an ongoing battle. But but how scary when you sat there on your own and and well done, Joey Jones and another of the guys that I knew around that period of time, Uh, as mad as Mickey, Um, (laughs) completely completely mad. The two of them. That's why they got on probably as well as they did. But um, uh, absolutely terrific to catch up. And that's why I like doing the podcast, Andy, and why I say every week now that you found us, tell your mates where we are because there's. a it's nice to
0: reintroduce. Public to these guys again yes. as well. Yes. You no, know, there's obviously loads of people at Manchester United still come across Mickey, but you know that that wouldn't be the case all over the country. So it's good. It's always good that.
2: And uh, stay healthy, Mickey. Yes, yeah, um, thank you again for joining us. Um, that's it for this week. Uh, we are available on all of the places you get podcasts. Uh, you can tell your mates to ask your smart speaker to play Keys and Gray the podcast, and he can do that now as well. I, no, well, no, no, he's not finding us. It's it's. it's... She's not behaving uh, uh,
0: well. You know, you're supposed to ask it something and you're supposed to do it. Mine kind of doesn't quite yeah, get there. I I, a, a good friend of mine called Luis was supposed to come up to the house
2: and sort it. Yeah, one day I, I, that's and been he, the case a number up. of different women in your life. <laughs> <laughs> <really>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't <laughs> listen to me. Yeah, that's Follow us, of course, on his own Twitter yeah. at Keys and Grey Pod, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>